messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here to talk about TV commercials, the good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. It's got a round head and it's got power. It's a toothbrush. (laughs) Get your head out of the gutter, everybody. Hi, my name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Vives. Hi, Andrew. Coming up today on the show, I don't have a pithy title yet, but essentially we're going to be talking about commercials pre-coronavirus and post-coronavirus. You know... You saw a really great article in the Philadelphia Inquirer today that hits on something that you and I had been noticing, which is some commercials, just normal commercials that were produced and airing before the coronavirus scare really took off here in the United States, took off being a questionable turn of phrase there, um, just seems so out of place now. I mean, from obvious things like vacation commercials to sometimes just seeing a group of people hugging. Well, like literally everything that we do, most everything that uh, that they want to sell us, they sell us as like something to make you popular, to make you have fun, to be out there. There's so many products that that's the main selling point. So we're going to talk about some of these commercials that are out there, just innocent commercials minding their own business <laughs> that just seems so weird now. And um, just killed in a drive-by <laughs> above coronavirus. But also we are starting to see more and more brands uh, create commercials for the new reality as well. And there are some that are just take it head on, right? Others are so, so subtle. And I actually think the subtle ones are the most interesting. So we'll go through some of those. Plus, we will check in with the Ad Council. We did get um, one email from somebody who saw a uh, coronavirus-related commercial that says, oh, okay, so now I cry at Budweiser commercials now. We'll share <laughs> that with you. And we actually have a jingle. So we'll share that as well. I was up in the morning with the TV blaring, brushed my teeth, sitting, watching the news. All the beaches were closed, the ocean was a red sea, but there was no one there to part it in two. There was no fresh salad, cause there's hypers in the cabbage, Staten Island disappeared at noon. And they say the Midwest is in great distress, and NASA blew up the moon. The ozone layer has no ozone anymore, and you're gonna leave me for the guy next door, I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. All right, I want to give credit. I actually tweeted at this um, Philadelphia Inquirer journalist today, told him that we're going to give him a associate producer credit on the show today because we're really using his article as the skeleton of our show. His name is Alfred Lebrano, if I'm saying that correctly. And this article just came out today, and the headline is Pre-Coronas TV Commercials Make Us Cringe, Plus New Ads Reflect a Time of Threat. So... He talked to a lot of experts, both in the advertising space and just the psychology space. And, Vives, you said specifically that you love the psychological angle of this, like the way our brains will almost literally have us recoil at seeing somebody hug in a beer commercial now. Yeah, it's really interesting how um, uh, we are wired to be afraid of threats and how quickly the notion of close contact, close interaction uh, touching, uh, you know, either surfaces or other people has mm-hmm. come to represent a threat to our monkey brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also really curious, and the article doesn't get into this, but we read, I read constantly about there are parts of this, you know, we have a massive 
an extremely um, divided country on on so many levels, and there are there are big parts of the country that are not taking coronavirus uh, very seriously, and they're still getting together and they're still having gatherings and um, you know still having you know not social distancing and like you know if you go to those parts of the country. They're probably not. Ha- they're seeing the same national commercial ad buys that that we're yeah. seeing, but it doesn't register as uncomfortable to them. That's a good point. But is you know, is it going to eventually? I don't know. Eventually, from their hospital rooms. But it's crazy how our monkey brains are so quickly rewired to, on a very visceral level, be, uh, sort of made uncomfortable by uh, by seeing people interacting in this way it's uh, the article talks about it being like psychologists call it the vigilant mode yes right and it, it really goes into evolution I, the one that i saw that really stood out to me and i'm looking for the quote in this actual article um it says for amy steinberg 60 of winnowood i assume that is in uh, pennsylvania a married mother of three adult children travel ads especially spin her head quote Oh, my God, she says to herself as she sees a commercial for beaches resorts showing tourists dancing in the Caribbean or Caribbean. Why are they airing that? That bothers me a lot. At night, it's just Netflix for me now and no commercials. Like, And that was I remember when this was really, you know, when this became very serious several weeks ago and I'm watching MSNBC kind of just like wall to wall. And they keep on playing commercials for Sandals Resorts. Yeah. That was the one that really stuck out to me. And it's not tons of big crowds gathering, but immediately for me it was less about the the, the social interaction and just thinking, no, we all just canceled all of our vacations. Yes. Are you like already thinking past this, like getting the idea in our head that when we're over this? But no, they just had an ad buy that right. they hadn't canceled. And I was seeing so I mean, literally going from Chris Hayes saying, We're not taking this seriously, this is what's coming, boom, boom, boom. A lot of just like warning of the direness of the situation. And then sandals, yeah. a resort, right? Yeah, just take a load off. Get yeah. out. Get out of town. Just get out of town. Now, I want to actually play this one for you. This is the one that I kept seeing. There's nothing specific about this one, but it just happened to be the one I kept seeing on MSNBC in between coronavirus coverage. Somewhere in the Caribbean, there are five-star luxury resorts where every day is unscripted, where the warmth of the islands can fill your soul, where martinis are stirred, dance floors are shaken, and your taste buds can travel the world. Sandals, the world's only luxury-included resorts, where love is all you need because everything else is included. Save up to 65%. And, you know, you see a bunch of couples hugging and kissing, and that's fine. If they're a couple, they're probably sharing the same germs anyway. But you also see crowded dance floors. People being handed sushi (laughs) from from the person who prepared it. Right. Nobody will ever hand anybody sushi ever again. Oh, no. So far as I can tell. That's the saddest thing I've heard yet. And forget about the naked body sushi stuff. Uh, Oh, yeah. No one's going to want that. I think if that dies, I can live with that. If that's a natural consequence of coronavirus, I think I'm prepared to make that sacrifice. As am I. You know, I want to give credit to the website that we use quite a bit. It's like a repository for all kinds of commercials. We reference it a lot. It's called iSpot.tv. And you can pay for some extra services from them, like analytics. And I I think... Which we do not. Which we do not. I think the target, though, is more probably people who are actually in the advertising business as opposed to just like us. Um, But they do... They have been crunching a bunch of numbers about coronavirus 
impact on TV buys, and they have a bunch of spreadsheets that all you have to give them is some personal information like your birthday and an email address, <laughs> and you can download just straight-up spreadsheets from them. And I downloaded some... Your current viral load. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, and some of them are just way over my head, but there was a really interesting one that just shows um, what brands they've been able to identify so far specifically creating new ads for the kind of post-coronavirus world or, or current coronavirus world. And one of them on this list, we'll go over a bunch of them in a bit too, one of them on the list was for Hotels.com. Now, this to me is the opposite of the Sandals commercial that we just played. This is, of course, their spokesperson is this guy, Captain Obvious, right? Whom you and I, I think, both find a little tired. Yeah, he's 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 Captain. I'm over it. Yes, well, in I'm this Captain. One, I'm over it. Yeah, and this, it, I'm the Captain now. Uh, this is a 15 second spot, and you see Captain Obvious in his captain's uniform, sitting on just a folding chair, completely plain white background. He's got a giant bowl of popcorn on his lap, and we just see a hand come in from off screen and squirt some hand sanitizer in his hand. He wipes his hands off, then he starts carefully eating the popcorn. He never says a word. We'll read to you the the writing on the screen. This is Captain Obvious. He's going to be social distancing for a while. And you should, too. Hotels.com. Just stay home. Just stay home. Hotels.com, just stay home. They're just like, well, we want to keep it's our name out there. It's just a public service announcement to keep their name out exactly. there. Exactly. And yeah. then you'll remember that when it's time I mean, to book like, a hotel that's again. That's like, you know, Jim Beam sending an, a commercial that yeah. says, just stay, stay sober. Yeah, right? You know? Yeah. Um, so let's talk about some more specifically in this article that... Um, that our associate producer for the day, Alfred Lubrano, wrote. Um, he gave uh, several examples. I'm going to read directly. For Facebook, Sylvester Stallone and Chris Rock clown around on the steps of the Philadelphia Museum of Art with hundreds of extras packed shoulder to shoulder, no hand sanitizer in sight. Well, of course, he's writing for the Philly Inquirer, so it makes sense that this one stood out right. to him. Now, you and I have talked about this commercial off air before. Have we talked about it on air? Because you, this is a house divided. This is the Facebook commercial, and I do I actively dislike this commercial, and you actively like it. Right? Yeah, I liked it, and of course, I was seeing it initially before things really ramped up yeah. with the virus. Can you explain the commercial? It's another one of those Facebook group commercials. They've been really pushing those. We've talked about a couple of iterations. The the dads uh, who go who like baseball with their daughters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do they have one based on our after these messages Facebook group yet? <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. That would be quite something. I'm not doing an ad for Facebook, so no matter how many millions they throw at me. Uh, I want to be on the record. I am. We, like, I will sign up for Facebook if they throw the, millions of dollars at me. Despite, despite the fact that we do use our Facebook group, I have talked a lot of shit about Facebook on this podcast, and I, I, I think we surely are on surely we are on the do not call list for them, right? Yes, and I want to say... Right now, they are not paying me, and I will say I think they're an evil company, but I also want to be honest with the listeners and let them know that for $1 million or more, I will (laughs) completely advertise for them. All right. Well, um, I wish you well in that endeavor. Thank you. I've got principles. Um, This this ad is for Facebook groups, um, and it's uh, over the song, uh, I Want to Rock, and it's kind of 
it's all things that relate to rock. So you've got rock climbing groups and um, groups that are associated with places that have rock in the name. And then you have, um, it's a big reveal, but since this is an audio medium, you've got a guy in a gray in gray sweats running up the famous stairs in Philadelphia, turns around, it's Chris Rock. and then Not Rocky, because you're thinking, oh, it's going to be, be Rocky. Rocky. But then, psych, Rocky's also there. Sylvester Stallone uh, pops his head in. So here, I'll just cut in kind of the, in the middle of this commercial, because all you're going to hear is the Twisted Sister song anyway. We see people on rocking chairs for the Front Porch Facebook group. People with their rock buggies flipping these uh, dune buggies over. Experimental rocketry. All kinds of oh, rock. People swimming to the rock. Alcatraz. Stone sculptors. Now we have Chris Rock running up the stairs. Who would you expect? I don't know. Me? Okay, you Yeah, I, I mean, this is unrelated to coronavirus. I don't... Th- I think I just dislike it because I hate that song. I dislike any song that talks about rock or rock and roll. <laughs> I think, like... <laughs> Do you know this? I mean, it doesn't surprise me to hear that. That that's like just make a rock song. Don't make a rock song about how much you rock. (laughs) I hate that so much. So you don't? Do you like it when rappers like hype themselves? That's different. They're not. That's different. Using the word rock, I just think the word rock is so cheesy. You ever get like an email from everybody at work like you rock? Yes, I've gotten that. You have. What did you do? To deserve it. I wasn't me personally. It was okay. like our whole team. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't. I mean, not, I don't personally rock, but like I was on a team that collectively rocked. Anyway, that is a very specific bias I have against that song. Um, I, do like I mean, the, not liking Twisted Sister, I think, is a legitimate position. <laughs> right. Uh, but I do think it's just kind of like, we rock. There's something that, like about this commercial that makes me. Uh, and then what like. What about for those about to rock? We salute you. No. Sorry. Nothing. No. Um, but That's th- about other people who are going to be rocking. <laughs> Stallone comes Where's the line oh, would you expect me it just is really corny here's how i here's how i would tweak this i think it's a fine ad i think it's a i think it's a clever ad i love the idea of don't play what? doctor doctor what? i just see lo- you looking for i'm just it. looking at my computer i'm just looking at my files what i i like the idea i like the rocketry the the rock climbing the rock buggies the swimming to the rock like i love this i love the creativity of like uh finding an idea and finding that through line. It's actually mm-hmm. some, you know, in a certain way, it's sort of what we, what I try to do when when we come up with ideas for this show is like find a through line that is not just 15 of the same thing, mm-hmm. but 15 things that have one weird thing in common that's interesting, right? And I think Chris Rock turning around saying, who do you expect was great. Like, you know, of course, it's so iconic and he's he shot from behind. You can't tell who it is. Mm-hmm. Um and I even like that Sylvester Stallone makes a cameo. I wish it had been a little bit more um, winky as of a cameo. Like he'd been in the crowd behind mm-hmm. Chris Rock and they just shot, like they just zoomed in on his face. Or I think there could have been a more fun, creative way to do it. But like, because it's Sylvester Stallone, I doubt they had a lot of creative control over his contribution. A subtle. Okay. She has high fever. So awful. What should I do? What should I do? <laughs> do you agree? Or like, um, would that would that have fixed it for I, you? Absent the, I mean, I know you can never fix yeah, a twisted sister song. You, you can't fix the sis. 
Um, I think that I agree with you about the cleverness of like including rocketry and, and like kind of expanding that in a clever way is fine. It's hard for me to get over this song. And I do think that the, like the, would you expect me? Like, I don't know. Like <laughs> Stallone just does not do subtle. So I don't think that you can ever really make it subtle enough for Stallone's my Stallone's such an interesting taste. case for me. Like he's made some really great things, both on camera and behind it he's responsible for a lot of like great stuff but he's responsible for probably on balance more terrible stuff um but he's not a stupid man by any stretch what's your favorite stallone movie honestly copland me too yeah amen absolutely that's why we're together that movie actually brought us together yeah we met at we met at it's a based screen. on our it's based on our lives. It's based on our relationship. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was the Janine Garofalo character, <laughs> and so was Andrew. <laughs> that's a composite character of the two of us. If I could remake that movie, that's the one thing I would do. <laughs> doctor, doctor, what should I do? Tell me. I would make two Janine Garofalo characters. That's it. They just sit in the squad car. It'd mostly be a movie about her, yeah, those characters, uh, like speed gunning cars in a squad car. Um, Okay, another commercial again, just kind of going back to this idea of like pre-corona commercials that made um, the writer of this piece feel uncomfortable was the e-surance commercial Middle Seat with Dennis Quaid. I am excited to hear it talk about because this one made me feel itchy before coronavirus and I my constant question for it was we know Dennis Quaid doesn't sit in like in coach so um he's not private plane rich but he's definitely first class you know rich Dennis he's probably private plane rich Dennis Quaid no he's not what? What do you? Anybody who's he, he's an A-list actor is he not? No. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Okay, I hate to break it, break this to you. I know it's going to be really hard for you to hear, but A-list actors aren't shilling for insurance. That's why John Krasinski doesn't have to do it anymore. <laughs> I am. Re- I mean, you know, I will admit that you know way more about this whole realm than I do. But Dennis Quaid has been in huge movies. I'm looking at his he IMDb. Maybe one, in the 80s and like, um, what was that? What was that one? He was in that sort of like noir, New Orleans one, um, The Big Easy. Okay. Sure. Dennis Quaid of The Big Easy, young Dennis Quaid was maybe A-list when he was married to Meg Ryan, maybe. But he's not A-list now. I'm looking at his IMDb. He's a respect. I'm I not will saying- admit I'm going pretty deep in this to find like, let's see. A-list in- is very exclusive. Um, he was in G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra in 2009. He played Hawk. Yeah. Like, that's not nothing. No, no I mean, you're right. Like, I'm actually going back. There's that, tons the Alamo, of actors. was that a big movie? I don't think so. Wow. Far From Heaven. But again, okay. you can be in, in a great movie and then not be an A-list actor. Wow. I'm surprised. I, I figured that he would be an A-list actor. But anyway, in this, uh, and I, I certainly think, well, he could he could at least rent a private plane. He has enough money to do that if he needed to. He could own a small Cessna if he has his private, if he has his pilot's license. Okay. Anyway. He doesn't have a jet that flies him around. He flies first no. class. If you fly to, if you go to LA enough, you will see him in the first class section. Okay. 
Maybe I don't know do where that. he has his miles. Probably Delta. Well, if maybe I will do that and I will run into him and I will tell him that I think Dennis, that, get back to us and tell us where you do your frequent flyer miles. I'm going to meet him. I'm going to shake his hand. When we can do that again, I'm just going to say you're a list in my book. Oh, I'm just that's keep nice. Walking. Yeah. He's going to feel really happy it's about gonna, but that. But he's going to plant a seed in the back of his head. Oh, you're right? going to incept him. He's going to be like, well, what? Who doesn't think I'm an A list? <laughs> He'll be like, everyone, including me, Dennis Quaid. <laughs> anyway, he's in these e-shirts commercials. <laughs> I think we've talked about, like, they're very charming. I think we talked about some of them in one of our meta shows, or maybe even our postmodern show, when he walks out. Like, he's dis- he's describing his every action as being in a commercial while but, he's in by a the commercial. Way, I like Dennis Quaid. Me too. This is not shade against Dennis Quaid. This is just the facts. Okay. No, that's fine. In this particular commercial, Dennis Quaid, A-list actor in my heart, uh, is... <laughs> On a very crowded airplane, right? And he's in the aisle seat, and there's a young woman in the middle seat, and there's a slightly older woman uh, in the window seat. And the woman in the window seat is a real jabbermouth, and she's just talking the ear off of the woman who's in the middle seat while Dennis Quaid talks to us. Paying too much for insurance is painful, like getting stuck in the middle seat. Trees scare me. Who could be scared of a tree? You know what's crazy? Squirrels are crazy. Maybe I was a squirrel in the past life. I don't know. It's possible. But when you switch to insurance, you could save an average of $462 and a lot of pain. It's as easy as switching seats. Really? Thank you. I call it my plane cardigan. Hi, Dennis Quaid. Do you want me to keep this up? Because I don't know if you were going to watch the movie. I didn't see you happen over there. When I was little, I lived in a tent for a whole summer. When <laughs> okay, so what happens at the end is Dennis Quaid just switches seats with the woman in the middle seat and... I guess he just sort of takes the conversation grenade or he throws himself yes. on the con- It's kind of unclear why he's doing that. He's just like an unsung hero. Yeah, it is. Like, I mean, you know, he is he is supposed to be the hero of the commercial and he's supposed to be likable. But the idea that Dennis Quaid, uh, while he doesn't have private plane money, he for sure doesn't have like coach mm-hmm. cattle class he's he's definitely like getting got more money than coach cattle class I mean he class. can at least get into like the, the economy exit plus row yeah right whatever, he can pay yeah. he can pay the $50 for like exit row or economy plus like i think i think yeah he's not going to be in that middle row so or he's not going to be in in, uh, mm-hmm. in coach unless he's just doing it as a to be uh like someone's savior like that which if that's what you're doing Dennis Quaid like get at me i'd love to know if that's your like your good deed in the world. But again, back to the original point of this commercial, this is one that pushes a lot of buttons because here we are very, very late March, the last day of March, and this isn't even a commercial for a travel-related product, no. really. It's just insurance, but they're showing us a bunch of people packed together and traveling, something yes. that we are not doing these no days. No travel, no sitting close to each other, no breathing. I mean, people yeah. are right in each other's faces. And it's funny, too, because it's so ironic. Esurance whole thing, their whole selling point is you can do it from your in your underwear. There's no brick and mortar anything. It's, that's why it's so cheap. And they are actually a, a product, I feel like, that would be really well positioned to make a good case for buying insurance uh, under in corona, corona times. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to start seeing as people are driving less, like, are there going to be insurance companies? Like, we pay, like, a lower insurance rate on our car because mm. we don't drive it every day. So, like, you know, our insurer knows that and, and charges us accordingly. Um, I wonder if people are going to, like, re, re, redo their car insurance. Like, may, now might be a good time, actually, to... Uh, 
see about getting a competitive quote on your car insurance. Yeah. And I want to say another cool thing about this website, iSpot, is it'll tell you kind of the last time a commercial aired. So I can see that this thing actually hasn't aired now in two days. I don't know if that means that they've pulled it or just happens to have not have aired. It did air two days ago, uh, the last time on a show called Say Yes to the Dress Atlanta on TLC. Um, So maybe they've pulled it now, but certainly not before all this shit really got serious. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one, just this is, I think, an example that um, Alfred, the writer, just kind of threw out here. But he said, we aren't the same audience we were when, for example, AT&T shills began playing endless rounds of bingo. And he's referring to this um, Steve Harvey bingo commercial where, you know, this is just part of the... Um, uh, what is it? Okay is not good enough. <laughs> good enough is not good Just enough. Just okay is not okay. Just okay is not okay. Gee, you'd think I talked but about I, this it, campaign a million times before. Is that, I mean, I know it's related to that campaign, mm-hmm. but it's the same um, series of commercials that had the Gordon Ramsay. Don't you think this is a, just an yeah. okay use of your culinary talent? Exactly. So it's like the same f- format as that. And so in this case, you have Steve Harvey and he's in just some local bingo hall somewhere and he's calling bingo and somebody says, isn't this just an okay use of your hosting skills? And I'll, I'll play it. And you I actually think it's like he found his level, but that's just me. I don't love everything about him, but you don't think that he's all right, an, fine. A, a talented entertainer and no, a talented he, host. No, he's good at he Family Feud. It. He brings it. I just find him personally distasteful. I understand there's some personal things about him that I don't love either, but I got to give him credit. I, he's also a little bit one trick. Like you, you yes. watch one episode of Family Feud and you're like, oh, makes sense that you host this. And then you watch two and then you watch three and you're just like, all right. We get it. Somebody's going to say something slightly racy, and then you're just going to put your hand on your hip and stare at the camera and yeah, mug at the audience. You're, you're going you're gonna to mug for 10 minutes, and we go to commercial. Right. But I still have a very soft spot in my heart for him. Anyway. Well, don't um, look him in the eye, because I heard you're not allowed to on set. That's... I see... Th- all right, we don't we don't have to relive. We don't want to relive. I actually think that that is. He sent out a memo telling people like, and it wasn't tonally completely off. Just saying that like, when I'm around the office, I'm just constantly on deadline, and you can't just kind of walk in my office anymore. We need to have more like kind of strict rules sure. for. He's the he's the talent. He's the boss. It's not easy being Steve Harvey, which is the name of his book. Um, anyway, so I think this commercial is literally just okay. I'm going to play it for you here in a second. But I actually have one. This is I'm kind of Luke Burbanking it on this one thing. I think there's one part of this commercial, like the the main payoff joke, that does not make sense. And it kind of drives me crazy. So let's take a listen. B-11. Is that Steve Harvey? Give me B-11. Isn't bingo just an okay use of your hosting abilities? It's like getting a Samsung Galaxy S25G and not getting it with AT&T. Bingo! No, I only call out two letters. Now, you might have go, you could have buh, but you can't have bingo. Get the most from your revolutionary... Do you see what drives me crazy about that joke? Well, it should be... Um, you. If he's only called out two letters, how are you getting a B or a G or an O? He says you could have go or you could have buh. <gasps> You're right! You, like, cr- so we start you cracked with- this case wide open. <laughs> no sarcasm. But no, we, I'm serious. That wasn't B. sarcasm. So we know that he he's says B. Call, he called it B. Before we joined the yes. commercial, he just supposedly yeah. said another one. But it can't be B, G, and O. No. It could be Bug or Bo or, or Ob or whatever. Yes. Yeah. That's no, what I agree drives with you. me crazy about that commercial. You're totally right. That Thank you a, for backing me up on that. That escaped my notice. Um, and I, you are very right. 
Um, let's see here. I'll um, play one more. Again, this was just kind of like kind of at the whim of writer Alfred Lubrano, but he also threw in, he's like, we're not, we're not the same audience anymore that we were when five-hour energy guys first sweated and rebounded on a basketball court. Now, the reason I want to play this one is no disrespect to Alfred, but I think this is kind of a bad example. So this is a five-hour energy commercial. I think it's a quickie, like 15 seconds, and it's actually interestingly shot because it's using a very, very shallow depth of field, if you can picture that. We have a close-up of a little bottle of five-hour energy sitting on a bench, and it's a pretty extreme close-up. But in the background, like literally out of focus, we see some guys warming up for a basketball game. And then somebody walks kind of closer into focus, somebody new to the gym. They set their bag down on the bench right in front of us. They drink the five-hour energy shot. Then they go and they join their friends who are, again, kind of in this in this kind of blurry area. And they all shoot the ball around a little bit as they get ready for the game. I'm going to hit play on this. Guy walks into the frame, drinks it. Hey, man. Uh, You in? Let's play. Like, I'm not trying to nitpick Alfred's description of that, but there's like... literally six feet between all of those guys. Now, you can believe that there won't be in a Yeah, moment. I mean, if I know anything about basketball games... Do you? Arguable that <laughs> I don't. So correct me if I'm wrong. If this, If basketball is played like bowling or golf and you just never come into contact with anybody, but... My understanding of basketball, even a pickup basketball game, is that you are checking people and that you are yes. sweating on people. You can assume that they and will. Particles be. are flying, and it's it's very um, you know, it, it's it's fluid right. in the in the most uh, virological sense of the word. Right. So right. I would say, yes, in that particular fifteen second clip, we see they're not doing anything that like triggers our our vigilant response or whatever, but. A pickup basketball game is right out. God, you're always taking Alfred's side. One more uh, thing Team that he, Alfred. he points out is he says that, uh, and again, this is directly from his article, Molson Coors scrapped an ad that was made before COVID-19 that had dubbed the Coors Light beer, quote, the official beer of working remotely. I'm it, excited to talk about this. The company believed viewers might associate the brand with people who self-quarantine, according yes. to The Motley Fool. I don't know why we're going to The Motley Fool for that, but... Um, that's interesting. Like now that commercial seems like it's appropriate, but maybe early on they didn't want to be associated with working from home. Well, what an interesting journey we've been on in a collect yeah. our collective conscience uh, through, you know, in the last basically month, because I, I love the idea of the official beer working from working remotely. Right. Like we've talked about how much we like this, this ad campaign where like the official shower beer, the official, um, you know, taking your bra off from through your shirt beer or whatever that that one was mm-hmm. like the, the the real beer for real people um in a really in a really like relatable way of showing people living their lives and having a beer to unwind or be in like a very very relatable human circumstance mm-hmm. there's not it's not a fancy it's not a fanciful king and in a in a land of dilly dilly right uh-huh. a land of dilly dilly yeah and so you know it's just a super uh it's a very different approach and I think one that really works for me uh, just personally. And so I love the idea that they had this idea of like, yeah, you're at home and like, we're all working from home now 
And I'll be the first to say, like, at, on a, like last Friday at 4.30, I was like, yeah, you know what? It's Miller time. Like, I'm still <laughs> at work. I'm still sitting here in front of my desk. I'm still handling emails and whatever. But, like, I did have a beer open. Um, Your boss listens to the show, you know. Sometimes he does. But, like, <laughs> but, but my boss would agree that that's fine. Like, that's, like, we're handling the stress as we as we do, you know? Like... I don't think it's going to, I don't think anybody, I don't think any of the citizens of Washington state were defrauded because I had half a beer at 4.30 in the afternoon. Um, but it would explain why that one speech you wrote was just littered and riddled with curse words. Yeah. And all of them misspelled, by the way. <laughs> um, but so I love this idea, right? Like absent everything else, the work from home beer is like a great idea for that campaign. But I think there was a a period, and maybe it's still happening in like Red America, I don't know, where working from home or working remotely is seen as like giving in to the the hoopla around the virus or whatever, or or seen as somehow like it, it feels like a contagion or something. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to me that that got pulled because I think you're right that now the the broader zeitgeist is that yeah. You're working We're all from working home. from home. Yeah. In fact, you know, so I hope they re- I hope they revive it now. You know who is on that tip is a company called Ashley Home Store. Uh, this commercial begins with a shot of a couple of dogs playing in somebody's living room. On the bright side, you'll finally get to see exactly what it is they do all day. Your new home office <laughs> delivered straight to your door. Now up to 40 percent off. Visit AshleyHomeStore.com. Your new home office delivered directly to your door. That is on iSpot's database or spreadsheet of commercials that were released post-corona. And I don't know if it was clear, but you'll finally get to see what they do all day. It was referring to a kid and a dog. Yes, yes. And I think that is brilliant. Yep. I love it. I like one of the one of the few silver linings of being stuck at home working is that the cats, our two cats, sleep in our bedroom, which is where my office is. Um, pretty much all day long. And I mean, you know, it's really nice to be able to take like a cat petting break. W- one of the things I love about all of these is, I mean, uh, and it's obvious, I wouldn't write one that specifically says coronavirus in it either, um, unless I was making literally a PSA about right. it. Um, but there, all these commercials, commercials I'm going to play for you have varying degrees of acknowledging what we're saying when we're not saying it. Yeah. Um, I love what H&R Block does here. So H&R Block, obviously a tax prep service. This whole um, situation has had a huge impact on tax course, deadlines, yeah. all those the deadline things, out to and, July. and people you know, losing their jobs and losing uh, a paycheck. I lo- and this is a woman who has been in a lot of H&R Block commercials. She's just like the spokesperson or a spokesperson. Very simple background. She's just looking right at the screen, and she's talking to us, and this is how the commercial begins. Whew, there is a lot going on, but we got this. <laughs> That's it. Just need a refund whew, more than there's ever. a lot so going H&R on. Block is here for you. You can either drop off your docs, file online, or work with a tax pro remotely. Block is always here to help. There's just something I love about whew, whew, there's a lot going on. We don't have to say what it is. We don't have to list it here, but there is a lot going on. They must, I mean, they obviously shot that since the the crisis started, mm-hmm. but I like that she still has the blouse, that green blouse that I super covet. Yeah, and it matches kind of, you see little uh, yeah. flashes of green in the background. Now, I want to play for you, I think, the most subtle We'll play other ones. Like there are, by the way, some that are like for various investment companies that are just like straight up like we're here for you. Like Yeah, we're sorry not, you lost half your 
on paper well. Yeah, and you know, we're offering these services. I mean, very clear, direct, head on. This K Jewelers ad is one that's on iSpot's list. So I and I trust them. I think this is kind of verified something that has uh, come out since all of this news. Um, but it is, I feel like, the most subtle of all of the ads. We see a bunch of footage that in no way speaks to our current situation. We see people out uh, at beaches and pools and in various romantic situations, but we never see crowds. They're Mm -hmm. careful not to have crowds. It's always just couples. It's often uh, men uh, proposing to women with a K jeweler's ring. And, And like, I'm watching this thing and I'm like, I don't get at all how this has anything to do with the current situation. And then at the end, there's one line that you're like, oh, okay. You took me Women reacting to the jewelry box opening. After being a part of millions of love stories. At Kay, we believe that nothing should get in the way of love. That's it. And then at the end... They're offering free two-day shipping, and then it says, because love conquers all. So, like, two little lines there that are saying, we're in a tough situation, but we can overcome it. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because uh, there there has been a shift in, in, uh, in engagement ring purchasing to online buying. I mean, traditionally, it was something that you went to a jeweler either as a couple or or as a per person who's going to propose. Mm-hmm. Um, and you look at rings and then you, you know, you make your purchase and whatever. Um, but you really can't do that anymore. So if you want to propose during, uh, if you want to have love in an era of, in the era of co- coronavirus, mm-hmm. um, or love in the time of coronavirus, I guess is the, would be the phrase, uh, you're going to have to buy it like sort of sight unseen or, you yeah. know, at least without having put your hands on it. Yeah. Yeah. Free two day shipping. I mean, what, what's a better time to propose? I'll bet you we'll start to see all those stories, too. Just yeah. Like so-and-so proposed during and they taped it and then. Yeah. What are the coronavirus uh, like viral engagement videos going to look like, you know? You know, I love that show, the Dan Lebitard show. It's supposed to be a sports show although they don't talk about sports all that much out of my I bet even less so now Um, yeah um and I haven't been keeping up with it because it's kind of my go to the gym reward I think I've told you this before and I so associate listening to that show with going to the gym and now that I'm not going to the gym like during good times I wouldn't allow myself to listen to it because it was my motivator to go to the gym and then now because I've made that association it's just it feels I feel guilty listening to it if I'm not working out anyway all that is to say I did pop it on the other day for the first time in a while and of course they're all broadcasting remotely and the the gang of idiots on that show and there's this one producer who I like named Billy or Guillermo and he um he took a stand that was so Andrew Walshy, and I love him so much for it, that everybody just needs to stop playing music on their porches. Like, you're just trying to go viral, and you're not, <laughs> like, this whole idea of just like, oh, here's another story of a guy playing saxophone on a balcony. Look, he's trying to make the world well, a better that, place. You know what? Like no. like an Italy thing? Just like, We're not doing that here. I think some cities are, and they're uh, in Miami. Yeah, because well, so we don't, we don't have, like, that... that 
like high rise culture here. Right. But yeah. And it's just like he's like, just go inside. Like nobody wants to hear your racket. Like go inside and practice your instrument. Like you're just you're being so show offy about this. But or everybody's if you're treating gonna do it, it like don't it's a video story. it. Right. Yeah. Don't if you're doing it with a, with someone with someone rolling on it. You're just doing it to show off. Anyway, um, that was an aside. I just wanted to tell somebody that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here's another commercial, pretty straightforward, but it's for Verizon. You know, people are relying on their internet more than ever. So this is one with somebody. Uh, this is a bunch of engineers, actually. I think it's a montage of engineers talking about uh, Verizon being there for you. The network has to be prepared to absorb whatever is going to come its way. We're always preparing. Make sure that the network is working all the time. We are constantly looking at it. We're constantly monitoring. Take that responsibility very seriously. The most rewarding thing about the work we do is whenever we see a customer able to communicate back to their loved ones. That is why we do what we do. We're relentlessly committed to the network. So in times like this, America can stay connected to work, school, and most importantly, to each other. You know, I love my montage is probably what I should do at some point is put together a montage of all the ways people say coronavirus without saying coronavirus. Yes, because we have not heard that word once. Yeah. By the way, Saeed Bey can get it. One of oh, those, is that one of those engineers? One of the engineers is a snack. Um, by the way, they say, what did they say the most rewarding part is? Something about like the most rewarding part is being here for our customers. Yes. I... I I'm dubious yeah. at best. The most rewarding part was when he gave me my money. Now that. That I believe. That I believe. That was one Dr. of the Dr. Nick speaks for us all. <laughs> that was an engineer, actually, in, from the commercial. That's an outtake. <laughs> um, hey, you think that any cleaning supply companies might be interested in taking advantage of this moment? Actually, you know, I don't know. I, do you think any cleaning podcasts are taking advantage of this moment? How are you? How's, uh, how's spotless treating uh, well, the, the reason I'm pausing is I was about to ask you, do you think this is... I'm going to play for you a Clorox commercial here. Um, you know, it's called Help Spread Protection. But I use the word taking advantage, which has kind of a negative connotation. Do you think that any of these companies are, quote unquote, taking advantage in a negative way? Do any of these, like, kind of feel opportunistic to you? Well... I mean, opportunistic in the in the pejorative sense, you know, no. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think they are necessarily doing... I mean, here, here's the one that I think is the least opportunistic is Hotels.com. Yeah. Like, to say stay home and really the only juice they get out of that is that they get their name kind of out mm-hmm. there, I think is really interesting and, and pretty laudable, actually. For the rest of these, it's kind of like... I mean, okay, I think the, the engagement ring one, I don't love engage. I don't love that yeah. as an industry, so I'm sort of predisposed to dislike it. Um, trying to, in some way, capitalize on the the different ways in which we are purchasing things, maybe, is like, it's not, I don't even think, I think tone deaf is too strong a word. It's more just sort of like, for me, it's like meaningless. Yeah, I mean, of any of them, maybe that one is slightly more. But to me, none of these seem inappropriately taking advantage of the moment. I mean, we are living in a time. I mean, that's the whole basis of this show is that times have changed. And like if you're just trying to advertise yeah. in the old way that you were literally just three weeks or a month we, ago, it's going to fall on ears weirdly or absolutely. Viewers. You know, and we you know, if you are if you're trying to sell your product in normal times, then you're you need to sell your product in in crazy times 
um, it's a little bit different to do to talk about how someone might acquire or use your services now versus last month than it is to be like it's the September 11th sale. Right. Never forget, 30 right. prices are 30% off. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's like a real difference there. Never forget how great our deals are. <laughs> um, so this is called uh, Help Spread Protection. It's Clorox. You just see a whole bunch of Clorox, uh, d- various cleaning products and bleach being used. You never see anybody's face. I think you just see sort of like gloved hands using these products around How are they around filming nice these? House. Like, how are they getting the, the people together to right. film this stuff? Maybe they're going to Atlanta. Like, I don't think Georgia has the lockdown. There are a few. St- I think Georgia now has some, but Florida uh, was not on lockdown. It was not Alabama on stay will at not. home. Alabama. Yeah. When fighting germs, avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Wash your hands often and for at least 20 seconds. And use disinfecting products registered to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses on your surfaces. Help spread protection. I There's also, also wonder a chance that that could have all been footage that yeah, was shot before. And they that was the such basic over. cleaning footage yeah. that I wonder if they don't just have a shit ton of B-roll. Yeah. Yeah, basic Clorox. Um, <laughs> uh, fast food, of course, all kinds of food commercials um, are offering, you know, delivery now and just like emphasizing their hands-off approach to yes, providing Yes, I think that's food. fascinating. This is a McDonald's one. Very visual. Actually... Very, very simple. Not much to see here. And again... And also very, very hungry making. Yes. Actually, the Burger King (laughs) one for me. Uh, I almost ordered Burger King while putting together the show today. Um, This one, you don't see any people, so... There was no issues about uh, congregation for this one. It's just a very, very simple yellow background with white and red text. So kind of those McDonald's colors. Um, Yeah, this could have been made in an editing room. Exactly. And so I think it's just music. And I'll read to you what we see on the screen. We'll be taking your order in the drive-thru at this time because the safety of our communities and people is our top priority. So if you'd like an Egg McMuffin for breakfast, we can still be here to take your order. A quarter pounder for lunch, we can still be here to take your order. A happy meal for dinner. Or some fries right now because why not? We can still be here to take your order. And then they show pictures of the food. See you in the drive-thru. So obviously the drive-thru being the main point there, which isn't all that creative. But I do think that... And some fries because why not? Yeah, like, that's a because we're all comfort eating. We're all just like making, you know, and and it's fine. I'm not here to shame. I mean, I'm doing it too. Can I tell the people? Can I tell the people, Genevieve, Please about my people. about my COVID juice that I just had earlier? Yes, or quarantine juice or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> oh God. And I'm not somebody who goes in for sweets. No, usually. you don't have a sweet tooth. Really I don't at usually, all. I, but for some reason today, I could not. And I haven't been eating that much more than usual. Keep in mind, everybody, I work from home all the time anyway, so not a lot has changed for me. But I just had a day today where I could not stop eating. And then I was getting a little bit logie later in the day. And then I realized, oh, this is like a sweet tooth, a very rare sweet tooth for me. And I saw that we had like half a pot of like cold coffee left over from this morning. And so I poured a whole bunch of that into a big, like, I don't know, a big glass like mug. a pint glass. More than, yeah, like more than a, a than a regular coffee mug. A big glass mug. I poured a bunch of that in there. I heated it up. And then I found an old package of Starbucks branded hot cocoa mix, probably from 2015, if we're being generous. I put that in there. 
Oh, that sounds like a sweet treat, Andrew. Was it good? Nay, I'm not done yet. Then I put in a little bit of, uh, what is the Irish cream? Bailey's. Bailey's Irish cream. Put a little bit of that in there, too, for a little bit more sweetness. And then, We're like oh. a once a month Bailey's bottle house, by the way. And then I'm like, well, I'm already putting booze in this. Maybe just a little bit of whiskey. <laughs> so I put but in were you a, done? a couple of fingers of whiskey. And then I'm like, oh, Genevieve, do we have any whipped cream? <laughs> did I not ask you? You did. We? And yeah. I was shocked to hear that we did have a, a can of whipped cream. Yeah, I, I keep a can of whipped cream in the fridge. I did not know that. And so I topped it off with that. I never. I mean, I've never ordered any kind of a fancy drink at Starbucks. I do not go in for this kind of shit. But for You made yourself today, quite a concoction. Which is a little bit why I realize I'm talking like a idiot today yeah. well you are definitely talking a lot and I very am fast talking a lot and very fast so anyway blame the quarantine uh juice if anybody wants the um, recipe for that i can send it to you <laughs> um so burger king is doing the same thing they're advertising limited this one i've seen a lot on tv yeah limited contact delivery and they also have one for limited contact drive through we know you might not be thinking of burger king right now but we're thinking about you that's why we're offering a $0 delivery fee. We are also working to minimize contact in the delivery experience. Let us take care of you while you take care of yourself. What do you think of that opening line? We know you're not thinking of Burger King right now. Like, that's kind of a weird way to put it. But I think it's I think it's like self-aware. Like, yeah, yeah. no one's first thought is like, how is the Burger King franchise <laughs> doing? I mean, now I am thinking about Burger King, but not in the sense of like, I hope they're okay. More like... Should we order Burger King right. tonight? I kind of want to. I kind of want to, too. Zero dollar delivery fee. Um, and let's see. There was one I had in here. I'm going to skip it. It was for Lincoln, the car company Lincoln. Like, they have one now. If your car needs to be serviced, they will come and pick up your old car and drop off a loaner for you. And it's all about your home being your sanctuary. And we see a woman, like, kind of keeping her distance from the guy dropping off the car. And then she goes in and she checks on her baby that's sleeping in a crib. Um, uh, but I wanted to end this segment uh, with one for Guinness beer. Had you seen this one? Did this get buzz? I, it's not familiar to me. It wasn't to me either, but I'm well, kind of surprised. It looks like it's for St. Patrick's Day or related yes. to St. Patrick's Day, which came and went without a ripple here in right. Seattle. And, of course, we're not, you and I are not a big St. Patrick's Day family. Anyway, this is not a big St. Patrick's Day city here. And, of course, Boston, Chicago. Yeah, and I mean, like like any serious drinkers, it's amateur night in the bars, so right. we don't go out. Um, but Guinness just took it head on. And so you're going to hear some voice over here. This is a long, about a minute long commercial. And this actually aired up until a few days ago. So it actually aired a little bit after St. Patrick's Day, surprisingly. Um, and it's just called a St. Patrick's Day message. You'll see kind of images of St. Patrick's Day's past in here, green rivers, etc. People cheersing at bars and pubs. Guinness has been around for 260 years, and we've been lucky to be a part of your St. Patrick's Day for generations. While we know this year things feel different, we've learned over time that we're pretty tough when we stick together. So what do you really need for some St. Paddy's Day cheer? A pint? Sure, we'll take one. Some corned beef, yeah, if you're offering. Looks so good. A big parade. Don't worry, we'll march again. What matters is being with people you care about. So when you're celebrating at home, remember, if you can call the people around you, friends or family, you've already won. When you raise a pint of Guinness, also remember to raise each other up. Be good to one another. As for us, we signed a 9,000-year lease in our brewery a while back. 
so we're not going anywhere. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Good. That's really a great ad. Um, Nailed it. Uh, there's all, so much, so little social distancing in it. Even when they sort of make the turn from like, we know things are different now. Mm-hmm. They still show people in very close proximity to each other, which is a little uncomfortable mm, making. But couples usually, only two people usually, not, right? No? Not always? Not exclusively. Uh, I mean, small groups, certainly. Not like a packed bar, which I agree, like, you know. But I, I, I do think it a little bit clouds the message that, you know, that we really need to be giving each other space. Like, yes, you and I live in the same house. We don't give each other six. We're not six feet apart. But I'm like, trying. it's a, it's, it is. I think it's just sig- it's a signaling issue. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, fascinated it, by the it, nine thousand yeah. year lease. Yeah, that's interesting, in right? I love that. Like that, Ireland is just like yes. Uh, for as far as like we can, as long as we can assume that human history will continue. Like, let's make sure these guys keep their lease. Yeah. Uh, I you're you're right. I didn't notice that because the front end of the commercial is it's all a montage, and so I just kind of took it that these other shots of people celebrating is still part of that message that we will get there again at some point. Yeah. It didn't strike me. And there are lots of ways to to read it, and and I think we do miss those. We all look forward to the day when we can we can cheers in person. Yeah, but. But that's a subtle point that you pick up on there that they I they don't I didn't show pick up on real yet. social distancing. Yeah, um, but I also but think really I, I also think that was. Um, probably just like existing footage yeah. i don't think they shot new footage oh, for this no. so nobody has footage of people cheersing from six feet apart yeah right yeah with like their beers on the end of broomsticks um but right. great copy though real and i'm not a hugely sentimental guy with those but like it, yeah you, you, you feel that they probably went and looked at like what do advertisements look like during wartime yes. or after 9-11 or whatever? Like, we'll get through this. But it wasn't over. It was chipper. It was upbeat. It was a reminder to be good to people around you. It mm-hmm. was, we will be here for a long time. The 9,000-year lease is both an interesting tidbit, but also a way of just saying that, like, we are a really, really old company. It's like it's reinforcing the brand. It's yeah. Like, they're it's perfect. Their endurance, their brand as, like, an enduring, um, timeless uh, brand is so strong. I mean, Guinness is really like they they set the standard for that. So, I mean, I, I work for an institution that, you know, obviously a university is very different from a beer, but in some ways, some of those messages and the, that idea, like we've, the the UW has sometimes been called the University of a Thousand Years, and you know, there's there is a there is a way in which that is is a useful template. How's your lease going? I think we're okay. You're all set. Yeah. All right. Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words they're saying Only the echoes of my mind Alright, let's check in quickly here with the Ad Council And we're going to keep this theme going Danny in New Hampshire sent this says So... Now I cry at Budweiser commercials. I mentioned that at the top of the show. I know this is taking advantage of the situation and my anxiety, but it worked. And so kind of similar to the last commercial we just heard, you're going to see a bunch of images. But this time the images are of like empty sports arenas and whatnot. And the the writing is a lot of like clever plays on words when it comes to sports they're like they're saying we are still highlighting the angels and the braves when they're 
you know, it sounds like they're talking about sports teams, but you're seeing images like of frontline healthcare workers, exactly police officers. They mentioned the red, white, and blue. When you hear that at the beginning, the blue is a, a nurse in blue scrubs. The red is Red Cross workers. Um, they don't actually say white; they say warriors. But you see a bunch of people in kind of like white protective gear, and so you're seeing those kinds of images while you hear this voiceover. This buds for the blues, the reds, and the warriors. Because you can't say the this whites. For the magic. <laughs> that didn't even occur to me. I just thought about like, well, why didn't they say whites? And then I was like, oh. Because you can't say you this can't one. Say this this the buds whites. for the whites. <laughs> Our Doug was a white. (laughs) (laughs) This buds for the magic. The athletics. The giants. And the jazz. Get off your porch. (laughs) This buds for the trailblazers. The Braves. The Yankees. I feel like the Yankees is a stretch there. I feel like they just needed to keep the Yankees in there. Like, all these other plays on words make sense. Yeah. The Angels, the the Giants, and we see kind of a soldier who's doing something in the community and he's standing really tall. Like, all the – but then you're just throwing in the Yankees and they're showing like a, um, like a subway area. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's – you know – They just – I fucking hate the Yankees. Like, why did they have to put the Yankees in there? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, a lot of people like the Yankees. Yeah, but it's just... It was They're a very winning baseball team. Very, very forced. Okay. Blazers. The Braves. The Yankees. Huh? And the Angels. This buds for the home team. Too bad for you if your team isn't something that can be easily... Uh, Analogized in a uh, uh, in a into a heroic content. context. No, it's fine if you're the Yankees. But what if you're, they, they li- that literally does not work? What if you're, this is for the Jazz, right? No, he said the Jazz when the guy was. Didn't he say the Jazz when the guy was playing a saxophone? Oh, is on that his the balcony? Jazz? Oh, so even the Jazz. He said the Jazz. It, There's right. no Mariners. No Mariners. But they this get the is... Yankees in there. That really pisses me off. Like all the other wordplay actually kind of. They works. actually should have had the Mariners from like the people coming in on that hospital ship yeah, into New York. See, but no, they had to get the Yankees in yeah. there. And by the way, I also want to say it's not just my hatred of the Yankees. It's just that's. You just, it's so clear you just forced that in there. It makes no sense. Like, I hate the Angels, too, but that makes sense. <laughs> At least it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they're a divisional rival. So. What about the Padres? You got the clergy? Right, yes. Why not? The, the Padres would have been great. Yeah. So, actually, I kind of like this a little bit more on second now I want to do all. Now I want to think about how we could do all the sports teams. Make all of them work or just figure out if there's more that do work? Just like think how all the, how all of them could work and how, how hilarious some of them could be. Oh, they did say the athletics. And by the way, that was some – they showed a shot of somebody like a, clearly a very serious cyclist who had his bike up in his house on one of those like mm-hmm. – um, I don't even know what you call it. But you p- boost your bike up right, and you can, so you can ride in place. indoors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else was in there? Let's see. What are some other teams? The Heat. <laughs> it could have been a, maybe firefighters. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Or the arsonists. Um, I I like that commercial more on second watching, but to me, that's the huge difference between 
really great writing. And again, this is just my opinion. I could be wrong. But I feel like the Guinness was such yeah, good writing. For sure it was better. And Budweiser comes in ham-fisted as usual. I feel like they were, uh, they fell in love with their concept a little bit. Yeah. And I kind of I kind of love it as like a game to play, but it's it's not as good of a written It's commercial. not as good, but yeah. it is, it's not terrible. But anyway, Danny from New Hampshire, uh, thank you for that. Oh, no. How long have we been going on? What time is it, do you know? Oh, it's jingle time. Head council. It's jingle time. Okay, so I got a jingle here. I see you I see you potting up that ring out. I want people to hear the ring out. It's important. Such the tone. I know. Do you know anything about podcasting? <laughs> we got this voicemail on the line. Hi, this is Jenna calling from Washington, D.C. I um, just heard your plea for jingles on the most recent episode. So here's one for a local plumbing service. Sorry about the quality. I'm driving right now. Um, the only way to see a plumber today, just call Len the Plumber. And you know, it works, because when I needed a plumber, Len was the first person I could call. <laughs> I think that by... Brilliant. I think jingles especially work for stuff like that, yes. right? When you're when you are at your wits end, it gets stuck in your head. Safe flight repair, safe flight replace is yeah. one. I think that's national. Um, you know, I meant to look up to see if What I if could you need cash it. now? Uh, <laughs> actually, that's so funny. I, I've been quizzing you on that. Uh, it's my money and I want it now. You call 18 No, it's called JG Wentworth 877 cash now. 877 cash now. Boy, that's weird. I suddenly blanked when I was put on the spot. I was tired of dealing with some overdue plumbing repairs. Len the Plumber came right away and made it so easy. Service today from the plumbing experts. The only way to get a plumber today, just call Len the Plumber. <laughs> Not Great bad. job. I love it. Thank Very you, nice. Jenna. Thank you. That wasn't one I'm familiar with. I wonder if that's regional. Drive safely, Jenna, and you better only be going to the grocery store. <laughs> you can't sell. Anything. You can sell anything. All right, Vives. I'm sorry I talked so much and so no, loudly. No, I and don't so apologize. Quickly. Thank you for putting the show together. Sure. I was a little distracted today with my actual job. Um, hey, if we have listeners who are in states where this is where the corona, coronavirus, or as my German friends' kids say it, coronavirus, <laughs> as if you're in a state where it's where you don't have uh, stay-at-home orders or you're still seeing. You know, businesses open and people congregating. I would love to hear how these co- kinds of commercials are hitting there, or if you're even seeing these kinds of commercials, or if it's just like business as usual, because I'm fascinated by the divide. Yeah, because I, I believe that, you know, in the next couple of months, as the uh, disease scares and realities kind of play out and we're just left with the economic mess, I mean, we're going to see a change in the commercial landscape. For That's going to change things a too, long for time sure. Now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let us know about that. You can get at us at 607-444-5597. Uh, you can email us at afterthesemessagesshow at gmail.com or, uh, or put it on the Facebook group. I'm always checking that. I'm checking it a lot more recently since I've been having a lot more time on my hands. I can't believe I messed up J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> Talk to you guys next week. Uh, Red Octagons couldn't stop me. I burn headband. My eyes all droopy. I've gooey foodies. Zoobies in my poopy. They all like, well, Heems, you too proud. I'm like, you would be too if you had the juice now. Oh.